guys, it's Grace here again with the Minds of Christ podcast. Um, and today I brought over a little guest, my friend Lisa. Hello everybody, I'm Lisa, or as anyone knows YouTube, yeah, I'm under Raven Rain Books. Yeah, go look her up, yeah, she's on YouTube, doing a booktube channel. Um, yeah, today um, we've got a new segment I'm going to talk about. And today, for those of you who are a fan of superheroes, we're going to talk about, guess what, superheroes. <laughs> Funny enough. Oh, um, don't mind my friend, she's going to be eating at the same time, but we'll, uh, we'll get through that, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to kick us off, Lisa? Right, the segment we're talking about, which we'll be doing with the superheroes, is basically saying about how society so admires, you could say, and they look up to more than they should on superheroes in movies or in what they read, and how... That if you look the alternative way and look to God, yeah, you can see that he is, well, even better than these superheroes. So what we are going to do is we're going to do a little debate on saying about this, but then also saying about how we see both sides of the coin, but then giving our review over of what we think God so says to us and what the Word actually says. Oh, well, you know, one thing I know, don't you think that... Um, people find superheroes, you know, and comic books and superhero shows and things as well an escape from real life. I do see that, so people who do, because I'm a Marvel fan and yeah. as my friend here, but I, I like Marvel, I like um, books about mysteries and fantasy and stuff myself, so I know how it feels to look up to certain characters. And... When I was younger, I did look up to characters such as Catwoman, Poison Ivy, and um, Jessica Rabbit, and other characters. But which... then you think about that. Sorry to stop you there, but to think about that with the with the whole Poison Ivy and Catwoman thing. You know, you've got these ideas of people like um, um, Halle Berry and um, Michelle Pfeiffer and Eartha uh, Kitt that played um, Catwoman, and then you've got people like Charlie Theron that played one of the most recent Poison Ivies and all the ones that have played Poison Ivy and um, Harley Quinn and all those that you look up to and you think, you know, they're big boobed, you know, they've got these small waists, they've got these long legs, they've got these great figures and these great faces and, you know, these young girls, you know, obtain to be like that and what do you think for the guys that see these muscly men that play in these, I mean, it's not so much the same because you don't don't hear about a lot of guys um, that have issues with their bodies and, and look at um, famous people in that or you know like other people in that same way but there must be a lot of guys that see people like Chris Hemsworth or or young guys that see Tom Holland playing Superman and that you know recently and they see these ripped bodies and they think why can't I be like that why don't I put in the effort and the work you know it's, it works both ways you know the way I see it is I do see that the way they have presented these characters across is an unfair body image. Mm. I do think that it does put unnecessary strain and expectations on girls and guys of our generation and even previous. I mean, everyone wants to be seen attractive and everyone wants to be seen a certain way by the um, fellow species, which is a man wants to look attractive to a woman and a woman wants to look attractive to a man. But they always believe that they have to live up to a certain stereotype to do that. And I do see in films that these kind of superheroes with the very very slim bodies and everything are giving off the wrong image because 
the word of God says that we are perfect in our own image. We were made in the clay of God and that we were born so to be perfect in his image. Where these films are basically telling teenagers, which are probably going through some very bad situations already, like bullying, that, oh, you're not good enough. The people at school are right. Look at these bodies. You should have this. When really... That's not the way that they should be. And I do understand where girls are trying to perfect themselves, you could call it, to look like that because so many males are saying that's attractive. So not only are the films portraying this wrong, but society has got it wrong as well because if the word, if people look to the word of God for what they so were meant to live as mm, yeah. then the stereotypes and the way that society tells us to live and the superheroes yeah, wouldn't be a thing to be looked up to because they would only be seen as characters in a movie or a comic or a book I completely agree yeah no I completely agree but then you think on the flip side you have um, there, you know, a comedy series about um, superheroes like when you've got disaster movie, you know, films like Disaster Movie and things like that where they do um, touch on the subject of superheroes, it seemed like a thing to laugh at. Like, oh, look, you know, they've made him really dumb or they've made him really, really fat. You know, they've made one of the superhero characters really fat just for the, prom- the premise of making it into a, um, a comedy film. And you think to yourself, well, now you're kind of saying, oh, look, somebody like the Hulk can be really fat and ugly. Um, or seem really fat and ugly for the premise of the film, but ha-ha, we're going to poke fun out of them because that's what it is. I mean, I understand that they are funny they, they are funny films, but when they do take the piss, sorry, take the pee, my my language, um, it's just, it's yeah, that's what it is, it's pointing the finger. You, you never get these people that have got healthy body images, like um, size 12s even, or size 10s or size 12s, with a little bit of body, with a little bit of body fat on them, or shorts, or whatever, um, being these superheroes, because you always get this unobtainable body image, even when, I mean, you've got one of the, one of the first characters, uh, or whatever, that I ever, um, knew of, that was slightly different to everybody else, was, uh, Professor X in, um, X-Men, that, um, was wheelchair-bound, um, and bald for that matter as well, and that's like for the for the bald people, <laughs> for the bald men, um, who really struggle to to find anything good about being bald, and for people young or slightly older that struggled to understand how it's nice or good to um, be disabled uh, in that respect, y- you know that boosts that. But even then, it's still it it's still a bit. I don't know. I still find something slightly unnerving about it because it's not to I, me. To me, it's not. It's not like you can say, "Oh, yeah, well, look, he's you know he's gone through all this and 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 and, and look, he's still he's still like going through struggles." It's like no. After all of that, his life seems great. You know, he's got his school and everything. Oh, magic! I oh. do see the point of where you're going with this. I really yeah. do. Because, um, so, in the movies, like Hollywood or anywhere like that, yeah, so, it's disturbing, but there is the one thing that sells the best. 
and this is basically sex. Sex sells. Yes, yes, definitely. And what they and what this means by that is, it's not about having it like literally on the stage, but it's about the body and everything. If someone looks attractive, if someone seems attractive, then it's going to sell videos, or it's going to sell music yeah. videos, or it's going to sell films. And this is what everything is deemed on. It's deemed on about you need this for perfection yeah yeah this superhero she's this way she's that way or he's this way or he's that way so when they brought out this character of dr x that was actually argued quite a bit for them to bring out that character at first they weren't going to do it so huh, I didn't know that. the fans actually demanded that someone actually came into the picture that was not actually deemed as so like muscular and i can fly and everything and like and they did this so they yeah. could bring in more clientele but the whole thing with this is, yeah, is yes, they brought in Doctor X, like um, Professor X. X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you look in the history of um, Marvel superheroes and superheroes of different countries who have been brought into films as well. Not once have you seen, other than Professor X, not me personally, yeah, have you seen someone else with a disability? Yeah. Uh, yes, so, I can. I can. I can. Uh talk about that and I can say well you're 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 com you're wrong in that because don't forget there was Daredevil that was completely blind okay I didn't see Daredevil sorry and that's the one that I'm off on yeah the recent well I say recent film it was I can't remember how old it is now at least 10 years old I think um with Ben Affleck in um yeah he played blind Daredevil but you've also got um oh who was it what's his what's his name Cyclops what's the Cyclops um Cyclops was one-eyed, but that wasn't exactly seen as a disability. Not, not that Cyclops. Was... Who was the? Who was the? Who was the one in the X-Men that, that wore the that wore the band? Who yes, but that that wasn't seen as a disability. That was seen as a power he couldn't control. That's true. Yes, yes. yes. So basically, there's a difference between that. That was later. And yes, but there, yeah. but, they, but there you go. There's Daredevil that was that was that was completely blind. Yet to rely. That was the whole premise yes, of him having the superpowers. Was the fact that he was. Completely... Over time, yeah. So it's like I was showing. Um, Grace a picture earlier of Superwoman the slim version yes. and then Superwoman that was a chubbier version and people will laugh at the chubbier version yeah so and they'll be like oh damn at the slimmer version which is completely and utterly wrong this is why so many women and children and people out there are depressed because they're looking up to these people thinking i need to be like that to be accepted but if they turn to god and they turn to the word yeah they would see they're already accepted yeah so and they already have a purpose they don't need to bow to the community they don't need to bow to the way that society is making Definitely. them and the reason i'm saying about we've started this off as superheroes and we're sticking to that but the whole thing of superheroes is that the biggest superhero you could have is God because he's the one that's always looking out for you. He's the one that's always there. Even behind the scenes when you've never even known him before you gave your life to Christ. He is there guiding you, yeah? So, like a secret force, yeah? And the Holy Spirit that's within you, yeah, is your connection to that power because that's the way that you can connect to God, yeah? Build a relationship, become one with him, and that you can actually get to know him more so then all right you may not be able to fly and you may not be able to walk on water yeah so to the point of like like they do in jim carrey you know where he's playing god you know but oh, yes. but the whole thing is you can walk on water 
when you're one and one with God. You can, so if you keep your eyes focused on him, yeah, and you don't look down and you don't look at the world around you, you can get out of the boat, you could walk on water and go straight towards him, yeah? So, and it's all about that connection, that trust, that unity that you have, yeah? And this is what people are building with superheroes. They're looking at them thinking, oh, I wanna be this person. So they cosplay them and they go out and they do things. And we're not saying cosplaying is bad, I cosplay, but, the whole thing is, there's a difference between realizing the, that the character you look up to is just a character and then getting so involved and getting so in love with the character that you actually form them into being a real being. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, I've, I've, I've seen things like in the media online before where people have actually um, had cosmetic surgery and stuff done to make themselves look like these people. Um, and it's like... Yeah, someone did yeah, that okay. to look like Barbie and Ken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, deviating a bit off the superheroes for a second. There was somebody a good few years ago, it was a reality show. I can't remember what exactly it was, but it was a reality show. Oh, that's it. A reality show trying to find the next, um, uh, what, what was her name? Britney Spears lookalike, that's it. And there was this woman that auditioned, an audition tape. <laughs> it was hilarious because she actually got, because... If anybody knows Britney Spears, I only know this because of this particular programme. I wouldn't have known otherwise because Britney Spears isn't somebody I look up to. But um, Britney Spears got some tattoo. I can't remember if it was in Chinese or Arabic or what, but it was in some script. Arabic. It was some script and it was written wrong. Whatever she wanted, it wasn't the words that she wanted. Now, this woman that wanted to be like Britney Spears obviously had all the cosmetic surgery, dyed her hair blonde, all this malarkey you know, bought the outfits and everything, you know, from her music videos and all of that. And she actually had those tattoos tattooed on her the wrong way as well. She didn't just have the tattoos, she had the wrong spelling and the wrong interpretation of the tattoo tattooed on her. And now if you're just gonna talk about body image um, in general, I'm thinking, my goodness, you, you're a fan of that person so much. I understand, you know, you looking up to somebody and, and saying, oh, they've got a great voice or, or they look nice or, or look, it would be nice to look like them. That's great when you think to yourself, look, that's an inspiration. I would like to be a bodybuilder. Let's look at people that play superheroes, for example, like Chris Hemsworth or Tom Holland or whoever has nice muscles, and I'm going to do what they do. You know, I'm going to do the regime that they do because I think that's going to work for me. I've got the money to do it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fair enough. And if that's a healthy body image for you, if you're going to stick to that and you think you want to do it because because you think that that's healthy for you, that's different from saying I want to be like that because I don't love myself. There's a there's a complete difference to that. And I think you could do that with anybody, whether they're superheroes or not. Even if you look at something like, for example, um, the um, Star Wars films, you could say exactly the same about them. You know, there's lots of people that have done drastic changes to look like the characters out of, out of that. And they're not obtainable images. I mean, God rest her soul, um, Debbie Reynolds' daughter, the flipping egg, her name. Ronnie played Princess Leia, basically. Yeah, I can see her face. Yeah, that played Princess Leia. I can see it. It's not coming to mind. But her, yeah, she, she was idolised by many, many men when she when she was young because yes. of that figure. And before she passed away, look at her. I mean, look what she looked. Like. I mean, I love her to bits. She was, she's great. But you know, you think to yourself, yeah. What about it? But then again, thinking of Debbie Reynolds, the same era, Marilyn Monroe. She hated her freckles so much, she covered them up. Nobody knew 
this is a God's honest truth because I've actually seen this in the media. Nobody knew that she had freckles until the day she died because they took her makeup makeup off to to put her in the coffin because I think she was buried. Then she was. And also, uh, Marilyn Monroe was also seen as a superhero in her time because yeah. she was idolised for the way that she looked. But the secret behind actually Marilyn Monroe, if people did not know this, was Marilyn Monroe was a size sixteen. She was not um, really? a very slim person. She was not. Yeah. Um, so a size 8 or 12 and she was still idolised she was still adored and she was still loved and she was a size 16 and this is where over time it's showing you how society have changed because I believe if you've got someone you look up to in a healthy way then it can be something that can help you but if you've not but if you've turned that healthy so way of looking up to that person is thinking okay this guy this guy or this girl has got very good ideas i can look up to that yes yeah then like if you look unhealthily at them it can consume you and this is what's happening nowadays there have been so many movie stars which have wanted to do superhero roles that they've starved themselves they've gone through extreme fitness programs they've gone to extreme weight loss um, procedures in yeah, plastic yeah. surgery and um looking at it yeah if they had to go through that just to get a role then that is definitely the wrong mo role model we want for the generation of our future children as well as the children that are watching now definitely. i'm so because there's a, there's a fine line between making a film and being paid and then going through extreme crucial measures to put your body under such strain yeah just to get a paycheck and this is what most of these people who are playing superheroes are doing and the person who played harley quinn in the suicide squad movie she actually said that she really hated the outfit that she had to wear and really hated her character she did not like the person at all that she had to portray yeah, and this is what i'm talking about where Looking up to superheroes, now I'm going to get onto a topic on this which I think must be addressed. So, how far, looking up to a superhero, are we willing to exchange our morals? Are we willing to keep our morals and just see them as somewhere where we can look and go, okay, that person's got some good traits, I would like to develop that into myself. Yeah. Or are we going to go to the complete opposite and give up every bit of moral and civilization and everything within ourselves that we've got so we can become exactly like that person? Mm. And with me, that's where I believe there, there is a fine line looking up to someone and then giving up everything you are and including your morals just to become a double version of this person yeah. and and basically when this happens yeah not only were they lost before this happened but they become even more lost after it happens because they gave up the sense of what they already had of themselves yeah. didn't discover the rest of themselves yeah and they gave that up just so they could be a double version of of this so we need the word of God so that we can look back on it and look into it yeah to see who we are because God has more than tw 24 truths in his Bible yeah that says who we are under God yes. so and this is the thing if people started looking into the Bible and they read these truths 
they would not be looking up to superheroes like they do, giving up their identity to become like them, because they would actually, yeah, enhance their own personality and enhance their own development in what God's word says about who we truly are already, and that we can become the superheroes ourselves. Maybe not for like literally ourselves, but for the next generation, because we can be seen as someone to look up to. And if we are already in a mindset where God has actually helped to develop us to have that new refreshed mind and to look at things more clearer yeah through his word and through the way he wants us to live then we will have children looking up and going wow i really admire you wow you know you're a superhero to me and like we would say oh thank you but at the end of the day we would say well it's not all us god helped me down here would you like me to know how you know it it, it would be much more healthier than sticking your kid in front of a tv and letting them give the adaption to a superhero because I'm not saying every parent does this don't get me wrong but the way I see it is is that parents nowadays yeah they were brought up probably some of them not everyone at a time where their parents probably shoved them in front of the TV and then they looked up to certain people so now they've had kids they're like okay you sit in front of the TV mum's gonna be on the phone yeah so and then because you are not spending enough time like or not you personally but anyone like the parents or whatever are spending enough time with these kids they develop this unhealthy attachment to these superheroes to want to become them because no one's the role model to teach them different yeah. yeah and this is where i believe the society has gone wrong we need to show people that you can be your own superhero yeah but then looking up to god yeah so he will be the one that gives you the powers to see where you are as a person Definitely. within yourself and where your life can go because the powers God offers you is giftings like healing and so em being an empath and prophetic healing and um, so and other giftings like evangelizing and stuff like that and that's more important when you think about it then going out and standing there in a crowd with your arms by your side going I'm Superman how would you like me to lift the tall building you know because you yeah. could help everyone in that building by prayer instead of just lifting it off the floor saying look at the muscles I've got yeah, well, you definitely. if you think about if you think about um, when you've got people that you know you've got these superheroes that can read minds and things we can do that the prophetic gift it's not exactly the same but that's what God does. He, it's the prophetic gift of knowing, and it's even better because it's knowing who you are. Because God knows exactly who you are. And if, if He's telling us to tell these people something um, right in that moment, they're going to feel a lot more than just being able to say, "Oh, your name is Blah, and you're this many years old," because because I'm some psychic or something, you know, and I can read minds. It's completely different. Um, but then going back to the whole um, unhealthy attachment with superheroes. Thing. Don't you think that the people that do that, they want, you know, they like that because they want to fill a, fill, fill a void. Sorry, I can't even say that word. They want to fill a void in their life. And um, going um, back from the superheroes a little bit, um, and deviating from that and talking about, there's a story that me and Lisa both um, have been a part of. This is a true story. Um, about a young girl that we met in McDonald's once. She must have been about 16 years old. Now, although it wasn't about superheroes, it was about real people, friends or people that she assumed were friends or thought of as friends. Um, this was uh, something that happened um, where she had an unhealthy atta attachment. And where Lisa was saying how we can have that such unhealthy attachment 
um, where we lose all sense of ourselves. This is where this young girl went wrong. Um, she told us that she'd been bounced around the system because she was um, she was in foster care. She'd been bounced around the system. She'd turned 16, so she thought, um, I'm legal to do a lot of things. I can just go around and do what the heck I like. And she had these unhealthy attachments with these people she called her friends. They were all around the same age, but they got her in so much trouble because, um, you know, they all came into McDonald's, basically, where we were. And uh, and they uh, and they caused a riot. They really did. And the people behind the uh, counter were saying, "You're banned. You can't come in here." Blah blah blah. And she was saying, "But I'm trying to reform myself. Um, I'm trying to make myself better. Can't you let me just have what I ordered?" But and they weren't letting her. But she genuinely did seem like she was. Um, a bit distraught over this so we had a conversation with her we prayed with her and as I say it turned out that she genuinely wanted to better her life that she was trying to better her life and we basically said to her that because of the people you're with because of the people you look up to who are your who seem to be the people that you call your friends um they're still doing these bad things and you're being associated with that so no matter how many times you try and um, reform yourself into a good decent character an upstanding citizen it's never going to happen being with those people and she's idolising these people looking up to them the information I gave her so it's precisely was I said to her that it's alright to still be friends with who you associate with but if you want to better yourself then you might want to just excuse yourself from their company a little bit and just work on you yeah because at the end of the day, yeah, God loves you, God is there for you, yeah, but, so, if you want to become a better person, your friends are not going to help you get there, mm. yeah, so, at the end of the day, the only person that can help you get there is one, yourself, and two, God, yeah, because, um, sorry, <clears throat> and she was telling me about her past, saying about how she got banned from every shop in our area, and when she said this, I related because I could see myself in this girl. And I had just done a slight little sermon on the Wednesday group about love and understanding. Yeah, I remember that. And then I met this girl. So I felt it was God's way of saying, right, you preach this, now practice it. Mm. And when she came in and said that she was banned from a lot of shops and that she had done shoplifting and she had done this. I could relate so much because I did that in my teenage years just to fit in. Yeah, it was a thing of where I didn't want to feel like I wasn't wanted. I wanted to feel like I was a part of something and I wanted to feel that my life had meaning. So I did whatever it took to feel accepted. And this is what this girl basically did. And I said to her, I've been there, I've done that. And then when I looked at her, she looked at me, she was like, but you're a Christian. I was like, but I wasn't always. Yeah. Yeah. And when I told her about my past and how we were very similar, me and this girl, she was really, really shocked. But it kind of opened her up more where she talked to me more because she felt like she could talk to someone who understood her at last and that yeah. no one was going to judge her. It opened her eyes a bit. And this is what I think 
other kids need. They don't need to sit in front of a TV screen or watch movies, yeah, to feel like they can find someone to relate to. They need to actually go out, yeah, or have parents will sit down with them and have conversations with them or go and talk to a teacher or go and talk to someone and find someone who can make them realise that you, there's people out there that will understand you. There are people out there that will... Um, so be role models for you which will be much more healthier yeah than looking up to unhealthy expectations and Definitely. all these friends of hers were looking up to rappers and people talking about sex and rappers are also seen as superheroes if you think about it because their lifestyles okay. yeah they're like oh they rap about selling drugs and they rap about oh, i've got guns and stuff like that and the whole thing is music does get a bad rap saying that um ha the irony um but the about how they like how rapping and stuff like that promotes violence it's not the ex well I, I would say it's not the music's fault precisely it's the people who write the music to put it out yeah because if they already know that there's a problem with gun violence or stabbings or whatever they should bring out things like that to promote it and yet yeah. they're doing that and kids are worshipping music like that just like a superhero as well so we're not only talking about the Marvel superheroes we're talking about all kinds of superheroes yeah. we're talking about people looking up to rappers as superheroes film stars as superheroes looking up to um, unex unhealthy expectations of other people like superheroes um, when I was little I'll give you a little testimony of my own now. When I was little, I looked up to Jessica Rabbit out of Who Was, um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And she had the most tiniest waist you could think of, red hair, big boobs, yeah? yeah. So slender, everything. I wanted to be her, yeah? Oh yeah, I think a lot of people did. So, and I also looked up to the character of Morticia Adams yes. out of Adams Family because I found her to be such a beautiful gothic woman so I wanted to be a mixture of both and when I was little I tried to be I dieted I so used to put my fingers down my throat and throw up and I got near to being anorexic all because I wanted to be like these people and I came from a loving home I did have a mother who sat down with me often and talked to me but because I got picked on at school I thought there was something wrong with me so looking to these characters gave me some sort of relief because I looked and thought oh I can become that and be accepted yeah so this is where superheroes are kind of and like some of the films that are out are really really bad if you look at them in certain ways Unrealistic. so yeah. yeah if you look at them with an open mind or you're just watching them for fun then yeah fine but when you're young and you're looking up to people thinking wow they're beautiful i want to be like them and you take it two steps too far then you lose who you are yes because like one thing that's been a trait that's film stars and rappers and films and everything and like supermodels are even seen as superstars who have put an unhealthy thing out is makeup Yes. a girl needs makeup on if you ain't wearing makeup you're not attractive yeah and that's basically saying yeah 
we don't want to see the real you we want to see a we want to see the fake you we want you to we want the mask on yeah and there's a film called the mask where he has more confidence putting on the mask of loki yeah than being himself and loki was known as a jokester's god back in the day of another um, culture and yet the what jokester slash trickster god it's a funny film i see the funniness in it but if you but if you look at it from more of a biblical kind of sense and you look at it from more of a sense of how other people would look at that if they analyzed it like i do a lot of films then it would show you that this guy was not happy being himself he did not like who he was. He did not like anything about himself. And the only time he felt that he deserved anything was in that mask. Yes. And that's unhealthy to put out to kids. Oh, if you if you want people to like you and think that you're a jokester or they think that you're a good person, yeah, then go out and put makeup on or go out and put this mask on or go out and do this and then you'll be accepted. Yeah, yeah. But it's only a quick fix. It doesn't last, yeah? And then they come out with something else thinking, okay, well, this is starting to die down. What else can we bring out? And this is what it's all about, yeah? Stop. Kids need to stop seeing themselves or anyone that looks up to fantasy and superheroes, yeah? And this is real superheroes, like the ones of, like I said, fashion models, yeah, film stars, people that are in the comedy or rap singing business. Or We need to stop focusing our attention on them and focusing our attention on what God says we are and then focus our attention on who we are through what God says we are and then focusing on the journey ahead and then putting us around people that can keep us on the path but then also listen to us when we need someone to lift us up yes. yeah so when we feel like we're gonna stray don't go and head straight for the Marvel magazine pick up the phone and head for someone who's got the same powers just differently tuned yeah and can help put you on a better path because you can anyone who's listening to this yeah i'm going to say this to anyone who's a marvel fan or whatever we both are yeah but the whole thing is yeah looking at these things you've got to look at them and say okay they're just characters in a magazine yeah, yeah? they are not real yeah i'm real and god says I am one of a kind. I am unique. I am special. I am perfectly made. Yeah. So God knew every so hair on my head before I was even so born. He knew me. He created me. Yeah. And he put me on this earth for a reason. And to idolize a superhero and try to become like them is not the reason you're here. Yeah. The reason you're here so is to make an impact through your life and that impact is not only going to be through god's word but it's going to be through the actions of what you do each day as well because they say the real you is known when you're behind closed doors and no one's watching so this is the thing sit down take a good long look at who you are as a person within yourself and then say to yourself yeah am i going down the right path is this where I want to go? Is this what I want to do? Are these the people I want to look up to? And if you come up with the answers, no, 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 or even maybe, yeah, then really concentrate and think, right, how can I so better myself than be on this? 
what can I do or even go to someone or if you're able to comment on this comment when it's uploaded comment ask for one of us to get in contact with you to speak to you and we will gladly do that yeah we will gladly do that we will put our email addresses or facebook or whatever like group pages down and you can come and talk to us we've got you can you can uh, if you've got this app which obviously to listen to it you you would do you can you can phone straight in and leave a voice message do that do that there's a there's a way of doing that if you need prayer if you need guidance the one thing i would say you know god's given me this to, to tell you whoever is listening as lisa said whoever's listening um if if you're a christian like a new christian and you don't know what god's purpose for you is at this moment and you don't know what you should be doing if you've it you know think about this you want to see you want to ask god ask god in prayer to see people through his eyes so that you know because there's been instances where people have been told either by myself or by other christians um something really nice and positive and they've been like i so needed that today because they didn't feel like it or something like a friend of mine she said that before she became a christian just before she became a christian god told her or when she was a christian she was still in her catholic church she was trying to figure out how to get out of her catholic church that she was in and um and god told her go hug this woman and say happy birthday to her and she goes, no, I'm not bold enough to do it. Go hug this woman and say happy birthday to her. When she finally stopped arguing with God and did what God asked her to do, the woman was so grateful because she had no family around her, she had nothing, and it was her birthday that day, and nobody bothered to say happy birthday to her, even though the whole of the Catholic Church knew it was her birthday. Nobody bothered. And it's one of those things that you think to yourself, wow, if only I knew. But God knows everything. He knows what you're doing inside and out day after day he knows what you're feeling and if somebody if you if if you could have had somebody that could have come up to you and said you're doing okay you're doing all right it's fine or you're beautiful just the way you are then you wouldn't be in the situation you're in think about that from that perspective and think i should do that for somebody else and ask god to see people through his eyes and one day and ask him to give you the boldness to go and tell somebody that it could be the person living next door to you it could be your own mother for example so you know just to say to your own mum i haven't said it in a while but i love you even if it's if you know if you live with her and you say it to her or you phone her up anything like that because god knows people god knows everybody also um i feel this is being crucial that god's telling me to say as well yeah in your life yeah so there are going to be times where you feel that you failed yeah there are going to be times where you feel that you have let yourself down or you've not been as good as you think you have yeah but god is saying failure is a part of life yeah so when you fail on something you haven't really failed at it yeah so it's just a learning curve so that you know how to do things differently next time pardon me and then you're able to not do the same thing again but choose a different path so well, how many times did Einstein um, you know like fail before he got his bright ideas or anybody else you know any other scientist 
Now, how many times did they fail before they before they um, got their big ideas that we know of today? The way the way I see it is, if you want to look up to someone, yeah, then go and research on people like Grace has just said, Albert Einstein, um, Venus uh, Venus Williams, the like the old people. Th- so that have done so much so during our times because they're the true superheroes yeah of the human race if you think about it i mean if it wasn't for albert einstein we wouldn't have electricity if it wasn't for um so quite a few other people out there we wouldn't have what we've we've got now and there's been so much that has been done over the times so where it's not been superheroes picking up walls or going and smashing things up or saving a train by taking it off the broken tracks and putting it on the floor. It's through people who have got rejections and been denied and been told they're freaks and they're weirdos and they're strange and they're outcasts. They've come up with some of the bestest inventions yeah, that we've ever seen and we and that's where we are right now i mean if you think about it yeah so the roof over our heads was made by someone and yet they they were told you're like oh you're nuts that won't work and then when they did it people looked and went oh look at that you know no matter what you are not a weirdo you're not a wacko you're not an outcast yeah so the only people that will call you this are the ones that cannot see your true potential and cannot see who you are inside. Yeah, they've not taken the time to get to know you. Yes. Where God has taken the time to get to know you because he knew you before you were born. He knows you inside and out. Yeah. So and when you meet God and you pray to God, yeah, and you ask for what you want, God will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. So sometimes some may not come straight away. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that in God's timing, it won't come. Yeah. Because God has a timing for everything. So, and sometimes we have to reach a certain stage of our life before we see that come into proper focus. It's like a picture. Yeah. If you're going to try and get the end results without the progress or the process, yeah, then it's not going to come out looking as beautiful or wonderful as you wanted it. But if you're willing to put the hard work in and you're willing to change your mindset and then work so with yourself and then improve for yourself, not anybody else's, you, yeah? So then eventually, when you get to the end, you will see such a beautiful picture and people around you will see a difference. They feel a difference. They're becoming like, there's something new about you. Wow, what, what, what's happening in your life? And then you'll just be standing there like, is there something new? Because you've done these small steps that have helped you get where you've got. So you become the superhero to other people to look up to because they'll be looking like, wow, look at the changes you've done. Wow, this is amazing. Look at you. Oh, yeah. And I think that's amazing that people can look up to you like that. So always remember, keep a level headed when when it comes to looking up to people too much. Yeah. So because you can get good advice out of people that you look up to. But if it becomes to a point where it's becoming addictive, you need to step back and then you need to look at yourself Mm -hmm. because you are perfect as you are. Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing's ever been wrong with you. Yeah. And don't listen to other people's negativity because you are beautiful. You are made in God's image. Yeah. And God loves you. We love you. We may not know you, but so 
we do we will sit here and we pray for everybody yeah so in the world and our areas and everything yeah so because you are a child of god yeah you you are my fellow sister or my fellow brother in christ wherever you are in the world yeah and it doesn't matter where you are in the world we are united through our faith or if you're a new christian that's come to the faith welcome my sister welcome my brother yeah so and don't forget any trials you're going through in life yeah don't be afraid to send a voicemail through through here or a message or whatever and then reach out because you are not alone regardless how you feel alone you are not alone there are people out there that are willing to give you the help Definitely. yeah just reach out and go for it because you never know what kind of help you can get until you get it. Oh, yeah. So instead of going to a superhero movie to make you feel better, pick up the phone, send a voicemail to one of us or any other Christian network that you actually look, view. Yeah, and reach out. I'm going to say goodbye here right now and hand you back to my friend Grace. Nope, we're saying goodbye and we will speak to you another time. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye, God bless. God bless. Um, we'll be calling this just... Who to look up to? Unhealthy attachments of people seen as. Whoa, whoa, it's long, it's long, it's long. Okay. Unhealthy standards? No, 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 I've got one. Um. <laughs> no, unhealthy <laughs> unhealthy attachments. Who's the superhero in your life? Yeah. Superhero with an E on the end or not? I know it is when you spell superheroes. Superhero, no, I don't think it's... No, it's, it's H-O. H-E-R-O. Hero, yes, good, it's hero. <coughs> Thank you.